I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls With Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine. And Caroline. Today, we're going to be talking about decision fatigue and why you should stop making decisions. Essentially, stop making so many decisions. Stop making them. Stop making them. Stop making everything so complicated. Stop making them such a big deal. Yes. Or stop making little things seem like they're the biggest decisions in the world. True. I do it. I'm so indecisive. When it matters, but... You get better, I feel like, once you start talking and thinking more about decision fatigue mm. and just, like, knowing in the back of your mind what it is and how getting rid of some decision fatigue can help you, I feel like then you start filtering what is an important decision to, like, do a double take on and what is something that you can just let choose and let it be. Yeah, and you Catherine want. introduced the idea of decision fatigue for me. I heard it a long time ago, probably, like, a year ago or something mm-hmm. you mentioned it. And it's, like, a concept that I don't think you hear about much. I don't think that I had really heard of it before, but it makes a ton of sense. And when you, like, think about it in your life, or I guess, like Catherine said, when you have that in the back of your mind, like, now you know what it is, you'll see yourself throughout the day and throughout your life making so many little decisions that you don't need to. And Mm -hmm. you'll kind of... 
Well, just as you just use it. As we go through our days, there are so many things that like require decisions, even if they're subconscious decisions, mm-hmm. but they all add up. So we'll get into decision fatigue, but you guys know we start every episode. Highs, lows, goals. But it's been, a, it's a double week. We're hitting you with a double week because we had a guest, a guest episode. episode last week. So these guys, you already know I'm going to be locked and loaded with 17 highs of the week. And spoiler alert on the lows, because I like write them down before we start. This is none. Wow. Well, like I could, I could scrounge them up, but overall, like, I know. Do I have any lows? We've no. been so focused on the good recently. We talked about this with so backtracking. This last week, we were in LA visiting some friends. You guys, if you've been around, you know, you know these people. You know our friends that we visit. You know we always have such a good time. These friends are energy givers, mm-hmm. and we always talk about it too because we do see them. Like, we see the entire group maybe once a year at this point, and then we'll see. We've actually seen subgroups. Um, We've seen one of our friends, like, quite frequently in the last month just because we've overlapped a lot. Essentially, we have some family friends who we've known, like, since childhood who live in Hermosa Beach in California, so, like, a beachy area of L.A. And in the past, like, few years, we've also befriended, like, their cousin and their friends as we've gone and visited. So being together with that entire group is super fun, but we do luckily get to see, like, our direct family friends a little bit more often because we just... Mm -hmm kind of bounce around a little bit more in that smaller group but yeah but it's always fun one number one being there and being in LA and being in Hermosa Beach because it's just such a gorgeous place Mm -hmm. and number two being with our friends there because like I said we talk about it all the time like as a group it's a nice break from reality I guess because we only see each other every so often and it's always so energy giving even though we may be taking a little bit more of a break from work or adjusting workouts to be more of like Instead of, mm-hmm. you know, doing a whole, like, two-hour workout in the gym, we're going to hit a quick session and then, like, go for a walk together. Yeah. So even though some of our daily routines kind of change when we're all together, it's so beneficial for all of us. And we always leave. And throughout the trip, like, everyone is just so happy. Yeah. And Catherine and I, because we're both doing internships this semester, we were working online while we were there. But California's three hours behind Boston. So our work day was shifted to, like, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. So we would be clocked in on our computers at 6 a.m. And then... By two in the afternoon, we were done, which was honestly I loved perfect. It. Rather than working a nine to five, I'm like, I would rather just get up. It early was and it do was that. a little tough being like, oh, I went to sleep at like two in the morning last night, and now I have to wake up at five thirty and like do a whole work. That day. wasn't every night though. Most nights it was pretty good with sleep. If you guys remember last year's trip, we went last we summer. Went, it was like and it was really bad. Sleep. It was bad. <laughs> Some of us, me, didn't sleep for six days straight. I slept maybe max like one, two, maybe three hours right. we every were single night. The most of but every it was so much fun unmatched Mm -hmm. for so many reasons like it was just yeah it was just time I think I left this the trip this week feeling like it happens and very energized and very inspired and it just is something to think about um with people also with things but I think specifically with people like we're saying your friends like you should leave being Mm -hmm. with friends or family or whoever the people are feeling energized feeling inspired feeling lighter like no people should be draining your energy I think that is a very immediate green or red flag Mm -hmm. and I also think people who like you don't feel like you're changing your entire lives like your lifestyles and your values and stuff match up enough or you guys are supportive of each other enough that it doesn't feel like a total break of your life Mm -hmm. I know we've been on vacations with like 
friends and groups of people and stuff in the past where I have felt like I've been so shifted out of my regular life that it's almost more draining when you come back and it's Mm -hmm. like knocked me out completely. And so that just became very apparent to me after this coming back and feeling like not tired after a trip, like not drained and actually energized. I was like, wow, that is like a serious green flag versus some like perhaps red flags are not perfect Mm -hmm. matches in the past. Yeah. I started talking about this with one of our friends who were there with, it was him and I in the car, we were driving, talking about other people in our lives and realizing that they, we left feeling drained or we left feeling more negative. Mm -hmm. And even though it was like fun and good and lovely in the moment when you're with them, when you leave, you feel like, oh my God, I have so much to catch up on. I've like that time maybe wasn't as Mm -hmm. valuable in the long term and you just feel feeling a little bit down and then we're contrasting it with like well how do we feel when we're all together and that's how we were like we feel so good like this is such an energy giver of a relationship and we did an energy givers and takers episode in the past in the past um but i i absolutely love the concept of energy givers and takers and the most basic ones that i come back to and like you guys know i come back to these all the time are sun gym movement like being outside mm-hmm. nutrition and people are the huge huge ones and mm-hmm. for me people are and I think those are equally givers versus when they're absent they're huge drainers for yeah me too. Those or are if just the people are that really make a yes difference. or if people are more the yeah. drainers category yeah. than like the yeah. energy givers category but so it's nice to have and spend time with people who are energy givers for you so that was kind of this whole week and mm-hmm. it was awesome mm-hmm yeah, my only low, I would say, is the weather was not very good. It was quite cold. It was quite rainy. And, like, you know, you want a beach vacation when you're in Boston and it's already cold and snowy here. But we did still do all the things. We did still go to the beach, even if we didn't sit at the beach. We walked around the beach. We both jumped in the ocean once, even though it was freezing. We got some acai bowls. We, like, we did all of the things. So We're doing all the it things. It was still a good time. One day it was, like, it was rainy. hurricane raining. And it was... That's when I swam in the ocean, mm. which was honestly so fun. I swam, like, in the pouring rain. The beach was absolutely stranded, except for friends and I. It was fun. I'd say it was a high. Well, it. I came back and honestly, I was like, I want to give the West Coast a try for real one day. I think that we would do really well there. Or People not do always really think well there, but I think that we would enjoy it. Like, I think it's worth a shot. Some, we were on a call with someone the other day and they're like, oh, where are you based? Because, you know, you, you get on a Zoom call with someone who's like, like you've never met. You're like, oh, you? where are you? Where are you based? And they're, and they're like, oh, are you guys, you guys are based in like California, right? We're like, Boston. Right. It's because every time we're there, we end up like taking so many pictures and our, our podcast cover is from like the beach there. Mm-hmm. Well, I also think that on like the coast of New Hampshire in True. the summer in the where summer, we're from, it's so like, it and that's like when it. we thrive in the East coast is I in the summer thrive. as well. I thrive. So like, honestly, I would love to give a shot to the West coast one day and just see how it goes. So that might we be most like definitely will. We most definitely will. Mark your calendars. One day. Another high was, so like I was saying, our podcast, like, cover art mm-hmm. is a picture of Karen and I on the beach from two summers ago, that would be. Yeah. In LA with our friends. Like, they took it. And we were back there wearing our merch, which is also, if you guys don't have merch or haven't seen it yet, it's, like, my favorite thing. It's a little sneaky thing. It's our podcast cover um, with us, with us out taken it. out. So it's just, like, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't have to know. But, like, if you're in on it, you know that that's, like, that's the cover. Mm-hmm. So we went back to that beach. Naturally, Carol and I were both wearing 
um, hoodies with it. So we like this is so we had a little mini photo shoot. It was awesome. So cool. And so now we have photos of us in the same spot in the same beach wearing our podcast hoodies like two years later or like the beach with the beach on the back of the hoodie which is kind of um I think the day we took those pictures we were walking home and that's when like the we started talking we started, about podcasts. We had we talked didn't about it, it as a podcast. Yeah, we just took it as a took it as a picture of us. Um, but when we were coming back from like that beach trip where we took the picture that is our cover photo now, I think Karen and I had already talked about starting a podcast like two years ago, and then it just we're just chatting away with our friends walking home from the beach, and we're like, should we start a podcast? Like, would you guys listen? And then they're like yeah I would listen and that's like I don't know that's so ingrained in my brain because it was the first time we kind of floated the idea and then from there we didn't really think much more of it and we just started and here we are yeah and if anybody I know we get messages often of people like wanting to start their own podcast or any creative pursuit or any dream you Mm -hmm. have or any anything like remember that for anybody who's doing it now at one point it was just an idea like, at one point, it was not something that they had developed. It was not something that they were successful at. It was not their thing. It was just something that was an idea, and they decided to do it, and they started. So that's really all you need to do as well. I, I'm just saying, because no, we it's get true. like that a lot, and I'm like, you absolutely can, because two years ago, we said, let's do this, and now, you know, we just continue to work at yeah. it, and we are where we I are, love- and we continue to love it. Whenever the podcast TikTok gets, like, hate comments, it's always <laughs> men commenting, like, we should start a podcast. You're like, like who, don't blah, you just blah. give everyone a mic these just, days? But like, when someone says direct quote, like let's start a podcast, and they mean it in a derogatory like, yeah, this sucks. You shouldn't have a podcast. Yeah. Like, let's do a podcast. Like everyone says that type of way. But I'm like, yeah, that's that is how it started. Like that is how <laughs> it started, and now it's like our thing. Yeah. So shut up. Move on. But thank shut you for up, the comment. Move on so kind <laughs> that's like the go-to whenever something goes a little bit you know when a video on tiktok like goes hits the wrong audience mm. it's like pressed people with mm. no profile picture user one two three four mm. five six being like not everyone really? needs a podcast and i'm like or if they yeah if they want one they can mm. if you don't want one you don't need one no no one's forcing you to do anything mm. anyways do you have a goal for the week oh yeah i don't know how to articulate it. i was thinking about this before but I so we all know I wake up go to the gym I'm a morning gym person I truly am and then I go to work mm-hmm. and I've been walking to work because the gym is kind of halfway between home and work so it's mm-hmm. like on the way and it's kind of perfect and the train Boston subway like get it together the trains, they're late they're late you know, it takes me longer yeah I have to walk halfway even like mm-hmm. my office is nowhere near a subway station so I just have to I'm walking half the way anyway so I end up just walking and it's really nice but carrying I have a bag on my arm with like my work computer work stuff just like that and then I have a backpack with all my gym stuff and it's so precisely (laughs) you guys aren't watching where Karen was acting out me holding a bag on my arm and a backpack on the back um p.s if you do want to watch this episode's on youtube these episodes are on youtube or you can continue to listen on Spotify and Apple and you can leave a rating and a five-star review. No, wait. That's the same thing. Rating. No, on Apple, you can leave On, <laughs> on Apple, Apple, you can, you leave, can comments. leave a review. You on, can leave a in review. In comments on Spotify, you can leave a rating. Anyways, we appreciate any of that so much. Love you guys.
Now that that's done. Soft plug. <laughs> Soft plug. Um, so I'm walking with my backpack, my bag. It gets heavy. Because it's like, it's not a short walk, but it's no. a really nice walk. And if, it, if I didn't have anything on my back, like, it would be a lovely, lovely time. So sometimes, if I know I'm going to the gym afterwards as well, say I have FOMO and all my friends are going to the gym, I will go and, like, stretch. Um, and so I'll leave my stuff at the gym so I can mm. pick it up on my way home. And it's perfect because I don't have to carry things yeah to the gym you just have to pop back in though and this week i also want to do like more stretching and like relaxing mm-hmm. so like a steam room session at night would be lovely so i'm thinking my goal is gym in the morning hit a good workout a good lift yeah. on my way home because it is like it's directly on my way home it's an easy stop i leave my stuff nice walk pick my stuff up when i'm back hit a stretch and see a my friends room. hit a steam room go home have a lovely sleep that's actually a really, really, like, it, it's very time-consuming, and it's maybe not realistic to do every day, but when you are wanting to prioritize, like, stretching and mm-hmm. resting, that gives you much more discipline around it, because stretching as it would be like 15 simple minutes. and enjoyable as it is, I don't do it. Like It I would literally it. be 15 minutes on the back end of my day. Yeah, and you could steam room every day and feel so And, nice like, showering at the gym, which is nicer than mm-hmm. the apartment shower right here. Mm-hmm. So that is my goal, I think. It's not like a... I, that's why I was saying I don't know how to articulate it because it's not like hit a double session at the gym because n- no, I'm going to burn out from that. Um, but yeah, that cool. having that be my daily routine this week or cool. at least some days this week is something I want to do because when I do do that, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Cool. I want to uh, cook some food. I feel like it's been a while since I've cooked myself good food at home I don't know we were traveling last week and we cooked the one week night before, we cooked one yeah, night yeah we did we did one of our friends has been on a bison kick so he eats like bison mm, and rice bison for dinner bison and rice so and we're like frozen veggies all right <laughs> we're eating bison tonight <laughs> it was I mean it was great it was no it was so good I love that my yeah. favorite like re- I do like a red meat I do Trader Joe's has um a good ground one beef. yeah ground beef so that I like I just think that in this apartment with work lately, the past couple weeks, I've gotten lazy with cooking and food. And not that I want to do anything complicated and in-depth, but I do just want to, like, cook things for myself, cook some veggies. I had when we were in L.A., I got roasted carrots that were so good. And so I bought myself some rainbow carrots yesterday. I want to roast those. It was like a hot bar situation we were going because I really wanted um, a specific specific drink at a specific grocery store. Sue me. Like, it was awesome. You know what I did? So what? the things, the ones I wanted were, they're like um, functional mushroom-based drinks or mm. like non-alcoholic beverages almost. So it's like, yeah. a, it's like a beverage. It's a beverage. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. Um, and I had one. I didn't know this, but I had some left in the fridge from like last time I was there. What? And, yeah. Isn't that Ew. crazy? No, no. It, it wasn't open. It's a can, Caroline. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh. I would hope in the nine months that I've been away that they would have been thrown I out. Wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them. <laughs> <laughs> I put a chicken. I didn't finish. I was like cooking chicken and I didn't cook a singular chicken breast. So I put it like in a container in the f- fridge. And I was like, someone eat, someone be sure to eat this. And everyone went silent and they were like, it's not going to, like everyone's going to forget. Like it's just, <laughs> it's a bunch of boys living, fending for themselves in yeah, that house. Like it's silly. Um, anyway, so I went to this grocery store, got the drinks I wanted. They were lovely. They were delicious. I had two or three mm-hmm. across the week. Like, it was awesome. Um, so happy. And one night... We got roasted carrots at the hot bar is really the full <laughs> point of this. Okay, well, this is important. This what? is so important. What else? Because one night we were, like, um, making 
we were bartending for ourselves and we we're like oh we what were. can we um no this is after you've gone to sleep Oh, I was. This was why it was. It was, this is why so was crazy. Up all night, and I wasn't. <laughs> it, I wouldn't say that. It was like three of us. We're like, oh, what can we? What can we mix? Everyone wanted something different, and so I went into like the fridge where like drinks are, and I pulled out a drawer. You know how in the drink fridge, like it has a drawer on top. Sure, sure. Um, so it was hidden. No one knew it was in there, and I was like, this is mine. Like these are mine from nine summer, months ago, yeah. from like the summer. This is, and then I, and then I, it was like a fun little surprise. Oh, they were cool. awesome. That is great. It was crazy. So I got carrots that I'm gonna roast, <laughs> and I just wanna, I just wanna eat well, you know, feel healthy. I feel like the goal is always just it's like, always just to feel it's good. It's always just to feel good. Just wanna feel healthy, and I think the number one thing that could like do that for me this week is a little bit of nutrition. Ugh. Today, Caroline, I, what did I say? I don't know what you said. Oh, I was like, can I eat your ground? Because I we both oh, went to I the was, store, so I, I like got some ground beef. Got some ground beef, like the same one, the Trader Joe's one that I was just saying I loved. Um, and so obviously, and Kathleen cooked hers and ate it yesterday. She asked me if she could cook mine tonight to like pack it for lunch. And I said, you ate your ground beef whole pack yesterday? Like, well, ground beef pack. Like, and she it said, was my yeah. lunch and dinner. Okay. That makes sense. I know. But I just got concerned for a second. I was like, are you like, did you like, have I any vegetables eat, with yeah, that? Are you goes, having any micronutrients? I had broccoli with it. Okay. I wasn't just raw dog. I wasn't ground sure beef though because you with no sides. Sometimes, so I was just. I checking. would do that absolutely. I like know, I was just checking. I know you drink me, greens every day, but I just want to be sure that you're getting some vegetables. Me like freshman year when it was, um, it was like a dining hall situation. Like I had no cooking. I ate little Greek yogurt cups like takeaway from the dining hall because I wasn't. I lived like far from the dining hall. Yeah. Take I ate little Greek yogurt cups breakfast, lunch, and dinner. No micronutrients. Awful horrendous it was so bad i don't know how i like functioned i felt so gross for four mm. months Ugh. anyway decision fatigue decision fatigue what is it what does it mean okay so i think decision fatigue comes in two ways essentially like spark notes quick version mm-hmm. decision fatigue is when you're constantly making decisions you spend energy on every decision you make mm-hmm. by the time you've like reached your quota for the day you have no more energy left to make decisions and that's when you've hit decision fatigue so i think it comes in two ways the first way is that you make so many choices throughout the day that you reach your quota and then you don't have the energy to make a choice at the end of the day at all mm-hmm. i think like scientifically this is the original basis of decision fatigue mm-hmm. and that it's like maybe this is this is decision fatigue I think of it macro as well. So the micro is throughout the day, 24 hours, you're making decisions, you're making choices. Even Mm -hmm. if you don't know it, you get to the end of the day, you're tired, you're exhausted, you've hit decision fatigue, you can't make any more decisions or you're just lazy. So macro-wise is another way I think of it is long-term the same setting. So instead of 24 hours, call it a week, call it a month, call it a year. Mm -hmm. When you repeatedly are making decisions, especially in the same sector Mm. um you get tired you get tired you don't want to make decisions anymore and that manifests not in like oh i'm gonna preset make all these decisions it manifests and i'm not even gonna make this decision at all Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna do it Mm -hmm. and that can apply to so many things like like getting dressed in the morning what workout you're gonna do what you're gonna make for dinner everything like how you're gonna clean your apartment um there's one thing i've definitely said this on the podcast before but like my Main takeaway from my entire high school learning situation was from English class. We were doing like vocab and the vocab word was apathy and we had to write a sentence using the word apathy and someone or Google or my teacher said like, 
choice breeds apathy. So when you're faced with a million choices, think about it, you go to an ice cream shop. If the options are chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, what are you going to choose? Oh, I like chocolate. I'm going to get chocolate. Mm -hmm. But if the choices are like, there are 100 plus flavors, 30 of which are chocolate based, what the fuck are you supposed to choose then? Like, you're so overwhelmed by choices that you're like, oh my God, I don't even, like, I don't even want ice cream. Like, this is obscene. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I'm stressed right now. Imagine being stressed choosing ice cream. Like, the less mm, you yeah. have to choose from, the easier it is to make a choice. But, like, you have certain values and systems and routines that are almost on autopilot. Right. An autopilot, not in the sense of, like, autopilot, like, detached. You're not enjoying But them. autopilot, but like, like, I'm so good with this. It's set. It's foundational. It's then I, I can do. move on. Yeah. Um, I, well, I think a huge thing when people... And it also it goes into habit building a little bit as well. But a huge thing when people are wanting to build a workout routine and go to the gym if you're every day deciding when am I going to go what am I going to do what am I going to wear how am I going to get there like if you're having to remake those decisions every day it adds so much stress to what should be an enjoyable thing and it adds so many layers to this decision that create roadblocks from you actually doing it and then exhaust you before you're actually Mm -hmm. doing it because you're like every day you're like what am I going to do and then you're searching for a workout to do versus if you right can kind of give it a little bit more time in the beginning to build a routine so that every day you have it already planned out, you know what you're doing, Mm -hmm. you know, if you can start building the habit that way. Right, once those choices become foundational, Mm -hmm. once you become so solid in the choices that you don't have to make them anymore, now you have space for the next level of choices, for like the next realm of things to decide and evolve into. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's ever growing, like as everything is. We always say this, the natural evolution of life. Like this is kind of a mini version of it because when you first go to the gym, you're going to every day start, what am I going to do today? Mm. What am I going to do today? What? And then you hit a point where you're like, oh, today's leg day. What weights am I going to use? What machines am I going to use? What exercises am I going to do? And as you grow and evolve in that, then you set your routine so that Mm. I don't even have to think a lot anymore. I'm like, oh, I'm going to, it's leg day. I'm going to start. Here, I'm going to hip thrust. I'm going to warm up. I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Like, it it just goes in the... Now I have space for... Instead of having to spend energy making decisions on what am I going to do, I can spend it on how doing am I going to do this and actually doing it. Yeah. So while, while I'm doing my workout, I can be, like, mind-muscle connection focused. I can think, oh, this feels like a good weight mm-hmm. or I should move up, I should move down. Like, let me, let me do my thing. Mm-hmm. So I have so much more space... And availability to focus on the smaller details because I'm not wasting energy on the more macro questions. Mm-hmm. That said, you need to kind of evolve into that. Like you can't go to the gym first day and be like so know deep into it, like know yeah. everything yeah. you're doing. Like it takes time to build up to that. But, but once you get there, you can eliminate some of those decisions. You can even eliminate some in the very beginning though by having a set time that you're going to go every day and having your playlist, Mm -hmm. having your gym playlist so that you're not like, what music am I going to listen to? What am I going to listen to here? Like, there are always ways to streamline, if you will. Yeah. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages. Maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Carolyn and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. 
that is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages forever so i've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my mandarin and let me tell you rosetta stone is incredible the way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch of course they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive you learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. So I think choices in the sense of like over the course of the day with Mm -hmm. decision fatigue, you can, you wake up, you, what am I going to put on? What am I going to wear? What time am I going to leave? What am I going to eat for breakfast? Like, do I want coffee or tea this morning? Do I want like cream and sugar in my coffee? Mm -hmm. Like, how am I going to do my hair? Yeah. How am I going to do my hair? How am I going to do my makeup? How am I going to, what music am I going to listen to in the Mm -hmm. car on the way or on my walk to work? What time do I have to leave? Yeah. You're thinking, you're making choices, you're doing all these things throughout the day obviously if you're at work at school you're thinking you're making decisions like just moving through the day Mm -hmm. you get home like what do I want to eat yeah and you're so exhausted this is like the most classic thing I feel like is what should I cook cook because you spent the the whole day making little choices Mm -hmm. like even even you go on a lunch break at work and you go to sweet green and you're like, okay, what am I going to get? What base, what protein, what this, right. what topping, what dressing? And is it going to all work together? And then how much is it going to cost? Should I pay for extra protein for the chicken or am I going to have a protein shake later? But I already, you know, like yeah. things just spiral. You're or just like, thinking, you're just thinking. Like, and like, <laughs> I, I do that all the time. Yeah, like constantly. Me, like a constant running. My mind is constantly running. I'm like, I just got my hair done yesterday, so I don't really want to get that sweaty in the gym because I like the way my hair is blown out, but I also want to have a good workout, so what can I do where I'm going to, like, have a good workout but also not sweat that much? And then I want to sit in the steam room, but if I do, then my head will probably sweat anyway, so I might as well just do sprints and get sweaty to begin True. with, but then I need to take longer to shower, so I should probably leave a bit, of, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So say you're going to dinner. 
with Sorry friends. Sorry stressed you out. Yeah, it stressed me out. <laughs> the edge of my seat. Um, so Sarah going to dinner and someone says, we're going to dinner. What do you want? Mm-hmm. What do you want to eat? Where do you want to go? How many times have you answered that question? I don't know. I don't care. You choose. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make this decision because a few things could sound good to you. You mm-hmm. could be happy with a lot of things and there's so many options that it's like, well, I don't mind. Now suddenly, I don't, now suddenly, even, don't even you're want apathetic. Yeah. Or you're trying to pick a Netflix movie. How many times have you tried to pick a oh movie my and God. then watched nothing? Because no. no one can decide. You got to go into it and be like, movie or show? And then what genre? Because if you're just like, let's watch a movie and you're just scrolling through Netflix without even a genre in mind, mm-hmm. you're not going to pick a movie because the choices are so overwhelming that like everything seems bad. And you, and you also, you haven't, like, narrowed it down to, like, I know I want to watch a rom-com. I know I want to watch an action movie. Like, last week. So you're just, like, scrolling. Last scrolling. week with our friends, we were in the living room, like, about to watch a movie. Like, it was after dinner. Mm-hmm. We're just hanging out. There are six of us mm-hmm. sitting in that room. We're scrolling. We're scrolling. One goes to sleep. <laughs> we're scrolling. We're scrolling. Another goes to sleep. We're scrolling. Another one goes to sleep. We're down to three people. We're scrolling. We're scrolling. It's been an hour and a half of scrolling for a movie. No movie was watched. No movie was watched. And then someone was like, oh, I have to go home. Like, I'm about to, like, it's, and we're like, all right. <laughs> that was a crazy movie. And then, so, like, if they have to go home in 30 minutes, we can't start a movie. So they played chess. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we, we sat, like, through an hour and a half of scrolling through a movie and we didn't even watch a movie. And it happens so it often. It happens so often. That. And I wasn't even mad about it. Like, we were still hanging out, having yeah. fun. It was just so funny that we couldn't choose a movie. But then the next night, we, like, chose the first movie that, that came up. Because you almost have to. Yeah. You almost have to choose your first choice. It was crazy. Simplify okay. it. Okay. So back to my example. Yes. Of you're going to dinner. Someone says, what do you want? You say, I don't care. I don't know. You choose. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Someone says, we're going to dinner. Do you want Mexican, Japanese, Italian? Or, better yet, we're going to dinner. Do you want restaurant name, restaurant name, restaurant name? Mm -hmm. Like, you're hit with three options. Or four. Or two. Now you're in a position to be like, oh, I want the Japanese restaurant. Yeah. Or... Or it's an easy tell if you really want something else and you think of those options and they aren't satisfying you, it might, like, your brain might quickly streamline to what you actually want instead of... Way to just take my point. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Or, so you say, oh, I want the Japanese restaurant. Or you say, you know what? I don't actually want any of those options tonight. I want X restaurant instead. Yeah. Then when you're hit with, like, options and Mm. you simplify it, then you can actually make a valuable and like important decision I guess yeah ways that I feel like just in your own life you can apply the things that we've talked about so far are one routines like autopiloted routines where you feel like you're actually in the moment and enjoying it when you're doing it but you don't have to reinvent what you do every single time you Mm -hmm. know you you have your certain morning routine and yeah, that can flex as it goes. But like, you know, you always wash your face and you brush your teeth. And when you go to the gym, you know, you go at a certain time and you know the route you get there and you have your set playlist and you know pretty much day by day what you're going to do. Like you're taking all of these little decisions out of it that all add up so much. And also instead of sometimes 
if you like want to do something new like if you're going to the gym and you don't know what you want to do and you're like you're overwhelmed with like you can literally do anything you can literally do anything give yourself some choices like do I do I want to spin or do I want to do a leg lift you know give yourself a couple options instead of being like what am I gonna do right because all those choices they're all always available to you yeah it's just that when you simplify it you will actually make a choice yeah or next time you watch a movie with friends, narrow down the genre. <laughs> um, I think with decision fatigue that it's a balance between quality and quantity. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, we've talked a lot about the quantity of decisions. Number one, making less decisions throughout the day so you have more energy sustained throughout the day to make decisions. Mm-hmm. And two, um, quantity in the sense of, like, limit your choices from infinite to, like, three quantity quality is filtering what needs contemplation and more energy spent on it in order to make a decision or if it's kind of negligible irrelevant irrelevant um and i mean all decisions are relevant because everything that you're doing throughout the day even if it's like oh i'm here's a bunch of bananas what banana do i want like you have to choose one banana out of the bananas like Mm -hmm. you have to make that decision even if it's subconsciously. I know that sounds silly and stupid and little, but when that happens 30 times in the span of an hour, because it does, Mm -hmm. even if you're not realizing it, that really adds up. So the quality side of it is, number one, filtering. So filtering what is important to you and what is going to have a longer-lasting impact. So what banana you choose doesn't really matter like maybe one has a bruise like maybe there's a better option but Mm. truly it's just like you're gonna eat a banana regardless of Mm. if you choose the left one or the right one what flavor protein powder are you gonna put in your smoothie right contemplate that for like 10 minutes and at the end of the day it's just not a Mm life-changing decision but something like am i gonna go to the gym or not today that's a little bit bigger Mm. am i gonna um what am I going to wear to my first day of work or school? That might be something, like, that you care about a little more. Yeah. Even though I guess your clothing's a little bit less important than, like, no, anything else. No, clothing is a huge one. Clothing is a huge one. Like, that would actually change how that's you like, feel. That's, like, that's a you... huge one. Okay, Think of sorry, it. You're getting sorry. ready. You're getting ready for something. You go through your entire closet. I have nothing to wear. Yeah. You've been... When you have so many oh, options, you've been in overdrive. nothing to wear. Yeah. <laughs> um, or if it's an actual decision, like, should I quit my job? Should I take this, like... Blah, blah 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 right. like like huge decisions right um but those are a little a little harder to come up with like in a general sense so mm-hmm. there is a scale there is a range of what is unimportant or more quality decision and mm-hmm. I think besides things like should I quit my job should I like move across country should I blah blah, blah mm-hmm. like the big ones um it comes down to personal preference like what actually matters and feels like it's gonna have the biggest impact Yeah, or what you want to be spending your energy on when you're making Mm -hmm. decisions. So a few things that I have kind of applied, um, you know, being aware of decision fatigue to are one, clothing. (laughs) Because I have to go, I'm like working in person every single day. I can't wear sweats every single day. I can't like wear, I'm wearing a bodysuit and sweats right now. Like I can't wear that in in an office. Like I would throw some pants on. I'd throw some pants on, but it also has to look good. Like Mm -hmm. I can't wear bright red pants and this like green olive green bodysuit like, like christmas it'd be silly it'd be heinous <laughs> like 
if personally for me, like I wouldn't be into that. Like I want to be wearing something. If I'm wearing something for the whole day, then I'm comfortable, comfortable in comfortable, physically confident. and like mentally, you yeah. know? So that takes effort and planning. And also like, God forbid I wear the same outfit twice in a week. Like you gotta, you gotta plan ahead. You know what I mean? Right. And there's a lot of little decisions. It's a lot what of top I, and what like, bottoms I am and what's the weather going to be like? like and I then tr- what shoes yeah. do I have to wear with it? And is my hair going to be dirty or clean? Because that would look better with my hair down than up. Blah, True. Blah, 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 blah. So what I have been doing is like, yes, I'm an outfit repeater. I know what outfits or like what clothes are kind of put together. And most of my clothes are white, black, brown, or tan. Mm. So those are my favorite colors. Um, or like this is a green i got some pink i got some blue i think red and orange looks good on me as well anyways so thank you for that that was awesome um speaking of you were wearing our she was wearing our friend's like orange sweatshirt because it was in the living room she put it on and she goes outside while it's raining you you took off the sweatshirt while you're outside in the rain and we went out after and it was sitting there soaking wet and i was like oh you put it on, you oh, put on a sweatshirt because no. you're like, oh, it's raining outside. I need a sweatshirt to go outside. Yeah, and, then and then you took oh, the sweatshirt no. off in the rain, left it there, and it was sopping oh, wet. Oh, no. The color looked good on me. That's why, that's why I brought it up. Um, it was orange. So what I do is kind of, number one, I mentally have like preset outfits. And number two, I will, in a Notion document, at the beginning beginning of the week, like plan out what I'm gonna wear that week. That's, that's not, part of your weekly daily plan, actually. That's kind of that's nice. not even a joke because it's Thursday, and so I don't even have to that think helps anymore. Helps me a lot with meals and grocery shopping too. If I do like a rough draft of the things I'm gonna like make for the week, because then I'm like, oh, if I make this for dinner, I'll have leftovers for lunch the next day, so I'll buy this at the grocery store, and it really helps streamline everything and make it all work. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, on Thursday I'm gonna wear these tan corduroy pants and a brown, my brown like. Long sleeve shirt. Need those pants. I'm gonna wash them because I wore them. She did wear that exact same outfit three days ago, two yeah. days ago. I'm gonna wash the pants for you. I would hope so. <laughs> Thank you. And the shirt too, please. Uh, yeah. So if I'm on Sunday, I'm gonna do it tonight. Plan out what I'm gonna wear for the week. On Thursday, because I pack my clothes beforehand, because I get up and go to the gym in the morning. It's so easy. It makes it so easy. Mm-hmm. I put them in my bag, and if I'm like, oh, I don't like this, that night. I can switch it. I can wear Friday's outfit and deal with that the net, like, and then figure it out tomorrow. It's just, I also have a running document of, like, preset outfits. Outfits that you like. Yep. And it works. Like, it truly works. And I do the same thing for, I guess, if you have a schedule, like, routines, that'll, yeah, that'll do it, too. So, routines is kind of the second one that I am so heavy on, like, preset decisions Can with. I make a comment about clothes, like, a tip that I have for people? What's your tip? Because this, like, I actually think that this is so helpful in not wasting money on clothes that you don't wear don't want like always having clothes that fit together is i used to just as the pastime scrolling on my computer i would go to clothing stores and i would online shop and then suddenly it like becomes overwhelming because you have this whole store and like you feel like you're actually making purchase decisions instead of just figuring out like what you like and then suddenly you're like having a budget and placing orders and doing all these things When you have big goals in a busy schedule, like all Girls With Goals listeners do, because that is exactly why we are here, it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness. Even though it's a core value for all of us, small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on. This is why we have Fleur Marche. Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change, 
And their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows. Happy Mammoth has what you need for gut health, hormone balancing, detoxification, anti-aging, beauty, mood, clarity, sleep, and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you. So check out what Happy Mammoth has for you and see what you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. I now will scroll through fashion stuff on Pinterest because it's so much less pressure to like, oh, I'm actually going to make this purchase. I get to just kind of see like, oh, what do I actually like? It becomes tailored to you the more you do things. So there's That's a little so bit less of like an overabundance. And then I just have a folder called Elevated Style and I save everything that I like. And then the things that I see as running trends throughout, then I'm like, okay, that's a piece that I want in my closet because I've saved a ton of different outfits that I'll use that or that's a style that I like. Then I'll go search for that actual one item, find the best version of it and buy it. I do something similar. I don't think, I don't like intentionally necessarily scroll Pinterest for clothes, but I do have a thing on a folder on Pinterest mm -hmm. called like clothes. Never have ever looked at it, but um, I also have, I'm on my notion right now. Wait, let me read you out because I know it sounds crazy, that I have a notion of like outfits to wear yeah. and it sounds like if I have that like I'm micromanaging my life but I'm not it's my helping you. it's helping me and because that's like a huge facet and super important to me so within my notion I have notion is like a, a notes website it's free I also use up. I also use Trello t-r-e-l-l-o those are mm -hmm. two options within my like personal ones because we have one for the podcast that has all of our different um, sections and things that we need to like research Planning and learn and, and plan stuff. and blah blah blah. Uh, but of my personal one, I have one called Daily, and it has Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And within that, it has like things I do on those days. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll like open it up on the day. Like it has my workout in that. I open it up. I have my whole day set. I can follow it. I can remember what I'm supposed to be doing. And then I have one for work. So anything that I need to be doing for work. Mm -hmm. And then I have a grocery list that I actually don't use. <laughs> then I have a to-do list. So if I, these are like long-term like macro, yeah. like separate random one-off to-dos. And then I have um, a folder called things to get, which is within clothes. And mm -hmm. that's kind of what I 
what I think. So within clothes, I have this running list of like fits that I want to wear or have worn. Wow. I have a table of pants, tops, short sleeve tops, and like outerwear. Um, and there's no shoes, but I know what shoes I have. And then I have like a running list of work, work wow. fit clothes. And then I have a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because those are my in-office days. And I like... Oh, and then you have wants, which is good. And then I have wants. That's what I do too. Like, I figure out what an actual, what the item is that I want. And then I either, like, sit on it for a while and, like, I have it in a note of, like, I feel like Mm -hmm. I really want this type of thing. These are my, like, things to get. always have good quality things and things that you know you'll wear forever. Like, this, like, I'm wearing a white sweater right now. I bought this, uh, like, on Black Friday from Aritzia. I have probably worn it about 20 times. I wear it almost, like, literally almost every day. I've also never washed it because I always wear a long sleeve under it because it has to be hand-washed and I'm scared to do it, but I need to wash it. I'd say. Yeah. But, like, this was something where I was, like, I want, like, an oversized, really nice white cable knit sweater because I was seeing that as a trend for myself. Mm. And so I did a search to, like, find the best one instead of just, like, randomly buying one, and I absolutely love it, so... Anyway, so in my notion, like I said, the two, the two biggest things that I think take up a lot of decisions for me and that I really heavily value are like clothes and routines. So of the routines, one of my things is daily. I have a daily like routine set. And then my other notion page is clothes. So I literally have like four notion boards and that's it. And that's how I organize and that's how I take a huge chunk of decisions out of my day so that I can focus on like the nitty-gritty decisions yeah. that I wouldn't get to if I was so bogged down with decision fatigue yeah before I even got to them that does help if you if you want to outline your week like I love when I make time to outline my week on a Sunday because mm-hmm. that can so limit decision fatigue during the week and just make you're gonna do more things because you have them planned so then you're just gonna show up and you're gonna do them more and you're also gonna have more energy to actually do the things versus always Am I going to go to the gym? Am I not going to go to the gym? Will I go into the office today or will I work from home? And then what will I wear? And then how will I pack? Like if you, and then what will Mm -hmm. I cook, you know? Right. Have those things a little bit more planned for the beginning of the week. Or like you probably have a bit more of a structure of like, you know, every Monday I typically do this sort of workout and I go to work at this time and Mm -hmm. you know, it's that sort of thing. And it's almost on repeat every week. You don't have to even rebuild it every week or every day. Right. It just kind of is. That's your list. And it's okay if you can... Like, and Catherine and I, you guys know, are so not, like, extreme. You have to be so strict to this. It's like, no, this is your outline, and then you can flex, like, as needed. But, but for, the most part, for the most part, yeah. it's going to happen as you set it to happen. Yeah. And if it doesn't, if it kind of flexes, yeah. maybe you're 30 minutes off or you move it to the afternoon rather than the morning. Or, like, I wake up and I don't want to wear the tan pants and brown shirt like I'm gonna wear white pants and a black mm-hmm. shirt then I'm gonna do that yeah but I feel like you would be able to do that and make those decisions more when you already have made a decision mm-hmm. so on on a Thursday I don't wake up and say what am I gonna wear today and then I'm like inundated with all these options of clothing to wear I wake up and I say just like the restaurant example I say this is what I'm hypothetically wearing and then if I choose that I don't want to wear it or feel like I don't want to wear that, then I could do something different. Mm-hmm. So you still always have... But you're not opening your closet every morning to, I have this abundance of options mm-hmm. and what am I going to wear? You're not opening your fridge every day of like, I have an abundance of random food items, what am I going to make? Because you thought about it before and you got some groceries specifically for those things so that mm-hmm. it's a lot simpler 
when you go to make something, you have things that actually go together in recipes. You have ideas of what you want to make versus what am I going to make? You go to the grocery store with some ideas of what you want so you don't walk in there and then have no idea what to get and buy mm-hmm. all these things that don't go together and then they expire. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's huge. Also, knowing that when I go to the grocery store, what do I get? I get Greek yogurt. I get chicken. I get any vegetables I need. I get any Pasta. fruit that I need. I get like any pantry staples like that mm. that I may be out of. And then if I walk past something, I'm like, oh, I really want that. Mm-hmm. I also get it. But I have those set things necessary, right? Yeah, like you map out a little bit like how many protein sources do I need for this grocery And store? you just, vegetables? once you subconsciously yeah. will, will start to learn that mm-hmm. for yourself. But overall, decision fatigue, when you're cutting out all of the little kind of less important decisions throughout your day, that's when you have space to make the big, valuable, more impactful ones. Yeah, because how often have you gotten... Like, and Catherine made the cooking dinner example before, but how often do you get, like, your mid-work day or something and you just are exhausted? Like, you, like, feel like you can't make one more decision. You can't do one thing. And it limits you from moving forward in a lot of ways or doing a lot of things or to doing your anything after that Because you've wasted so much energy on all the little things that didn't really matter and all of these little decisions felt so much bigger than they had to be and they caused so much more stress and so much more resistance and drained so much more of your energy that... You get to something that you want to spend your energy on and you're... And you can't. Yeah. You can't. Okay, so I asked on the Girls of Girls Pod Instagram, so if you're not following it, go follow it already. It's linked below. But that's where I ask the double take questions. We are having a giveaway at 7,000 Instagram podcast followers as well, and we're only a couple hundred away. So go over there. That too, that too. There's also the TikTok is almost at 10K, so who knows? Maybe I'll throw a sweatshirt out when we hit 10K on that, so... Go follow and you'll find out. (laughs) It's the craziest thing. But in preparation for this decision fatigue episode, I asked you to ask double take questions about decision fatigue. So let's get into some of them. How can you be productive in the evening when you're just exhausted? Great question. I think two parts of that. One that we've talked about. You can save your energy throughout the day by limiting the intensity of your decisions throughout the day so that you have energy towards the end to make more decisions and fill your day and all that means is if you find yourself like stressing about something that doesn't actually matter tell yourself this is a waste of my energy this doesn't actually matter if you spend autopilot a decision yeah if you spend 40 minutes deciding on what you want for lunch like scrolling through uber eats scrolling through uber eats just choose. Yeah. Choose some. Get Chipotle. Literally get Chipotle. Just get Chipotle. My Grubhub, I opened Chipotle and I opened Grubhub and it goes, Chipotle, like your fave <laughs> or like your go-to, I think is what it says. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get Chipotle. Like, how did you know? Um, I don't even look at the other ones because I know I I'm going to be. And if I wanted something else, like I would go get something else, but I'm not going to want something else. Right. Like, be for real. Um, and the other side of that is throughout the day, beyond decisions, you're going to like expend energy and Mm. be tired at the end of the day and sure coming home and like crashing and doing nothing is lovely some days but every single day or most days or way too often you're gonna feel gross like you're gonna feel Mm. not good like your energy is gonna go down your like baseline energy level is gonna go down if you don't keep it up yeah so having some set things so like when I come home number one leaving the office and like my walk home from work, I would, I can be so dead at 5 p.m. And the walk And I can be absolutely up at 5.30 because mm-hmm. I'm out and about, like, I'm second wind. Um, 
and then I come home knowing that knowing what you're gonna make for dinner like if I know I'm gonna come home and make like salmon and rice and broccoli and then I can go and do it and spend energy enjoying it mm-hmm. or if you know like oh when I c- come home I go to the gym I stretch I watch this specific tv show like I read this book I clean my apartment like even if it's little tasks that are like seemingly routine and foundational and dare I say boring like they're mm-hmm. not but to some people they might be um having those set and you take the decision fatigue out of what you're going to do when you get home from work or in the evening when you are exhausted that opens you up so much to being able to actually do those things Mm -hmm. also I think like defining what productive at night means I don't often want to be that productive at night you know like in terms of working or anything I just want to do my self-care and make a good dinner but sometimes I'm too exhausted for that so ways that you can one conserve your energy but also streamline those things like by already knowing what you're going to make by like getting excited about the book you're going to read or the show you're going to watch or honestly if all else fails just put some music on because that'll energize you back up a little Mm -hmm. bit similar question that i feel like we've answered or talked about a lot even in examples is can't decide out of so many recipes so i end up with the same lunch or dinner every day this is where i think it can be helpful to full helpful oh my goodness to make a list or make a schedule. Mm-hmm. So maybe don't book yourself out for like a new recipe every single day. But if you have a list of recipes or saved recipes that, that you, you know try. you want to make, you can be like, oh, on Tuesday, I'm going to have a little extra time. Like, let me try out this salmon, rice and broccoli recipe that I saw. Yeah. And then on Friday, I'm going to make this homemade curry that I saw and mm-hmm. saved a recipe. And then in the days in between, you can like stick to making the same thing, like do your thing. Mm. having a list listed out planned out scheduled almost so that that is what you're doing you don't have to waste energy getting yourself to do it like it's just it's you set it and you forget it and you go do it and you enjoy it and you eat such a good meal and now you have a new recipe unlocked like every single day I think if you expect yourself to make like every single recipe that you save on Instagram you're just gonna overwhelm yourself like save things that you like as inspiration and then before you go to the grocery store scroll through that and decide what of those things actually would you like to eat this week and seems realistic for you to eat and then buy those groceries if you every day are like what am I gonna make and then you just have an abundance of thoughts and then you have to go buy the ingredients for it every time it's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. and you're just gonna end up Making the same simple things and, like, eating the same things is not a problem at all. But if you want to try new things, make it simpler for yourself by narrowing down, you know, what you actually want. Like, follow people whose recipes are actually realistic for you to make so that the ones that you're saving are all actually in your realm and are not overwhelming. And then, you know, look at those before you grocery shop so that you actually have the ingredients for them ready for you. This question I think is so cool. Instinct or logic when you're making a decision? you can logic the fuck out of a question and then make the wrong choice i think instinct yeah because regardless like you have an instinct someone asks you a question or you're you're riddled with a question you have an instinct back of your mind you can logic yourself like left right and center uh-huh. and then say you make a decision that supports your instinct you're going to be happy say you make a decision that doesn't support your instinct you're probably going to feel a little bit off or weird and that's when I'm like oh maybe my instinct was right 
Mm. And there's a difference between like instinct and knowing what's right and wrong. Because you can, this, we've talked yeah. about this a lot actually this week, is making a decision and sticking to it. Like if you put a lot of thought into making a decision, maybe it has a big impact on like your life. Stick with it. Let it play out. It's not going to be easy. Like making big questions is never easy. And like yeah. making big changes is never easy. You have to commit to it and let it play out. If it plays out in a way that wasn't the best, go change it. Yeah. Change it after, but you have to let it play out because if you don't let it play out all the way through, you're never going to get over the like little hiccups and road bumps and things that are naturally going to happen when you make a big change. So you never get to see the actual benefits if you don't stick with it. Mm. So the difference between like instinct and logic in that sense is instinct is like your gut feeling, what do you know is right? That's different. I feel like if you make a decision and it's a little bumpy as it plays out, that's not like your instinct being wrong. That's just life unraveling. Life unraveling. <laughs> so I think instinct, like yeah. your instincts are so strong. Well, I think you have to stick with them. I think when when we try to logic things too much, that's when we start overthinking and overwhelming ourselves with the little things. So I think the little decisions instinct immediately you know like but obviously backed up by logic like when it comes to like your actions it's not like you're not gonna go totally crazy and like I don't know act like an animal or anything like you're gonna like trust that your instincts are gonna be positive for you and are gonna be the right things but you don't need to try to over logic every single decision and then when it comes to the big decisions in life anyways like I think what we were talking about recently was like if you're breaking up with somebody, it doesn't necessarily, like, that doesn't mean that it's not going to hurt regardless or, like, be, like, a difficult thing to go through regardless. But if you trust your instinct rather than, like, logically being, like, well, what are the pros and cons? Like, usually that's a situation where, like, it just is your instinct. It doesn't right, mean you you're going to do that and immediately way. feel positive. Like, it's still going to be tough. So sometimes the right decisions, the ones where you trust your gut and you make the decision that actually feels right, it doesn't immediately play out to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And so you need to know that that doesn't mean that your decision was wrong. And when you break up with someone, because that's the situation that we're talking about this in, you don't just break up with them and immediately be like, oh, I feel so much lighter. Like, Uh, you might. Maybe you you might might. if it's like a toxic, not good situation, but it doesn't just immediately go away. Like, you still have good memories and like good feelings connected to that person. Mm. That's when instinct, like, you know, if you should or shouldn't break up with someone, like in the back of your mind, I promise you do. And then logic would be sticking with it, letting it play out, like Mm. committing to your decision. And say you break up with someone, you commit to your decision, give it like a year like six months and then if you want or feel like going back to them getting back together is a good decision like you're more than welcome to the world is your oyster but you have to let it play out and you have to commit to it and like feel it and live it and let your decision be in order to actually see the benefits of it I think a big way to stop stressing yourself out and exhausting yourself over decisions is to just trust yourself whether it's some big life-changing decision and you don't know how it's going to work out and it 
it's going to cause this huge unraveling one way or another. Make your choice and trust yourself and stick with it. And then with all your little decisions during the day, just trust that you're going to do the best things for yourself and that you're going to do what you say you're going to do because then you're not going back on yourself and you're not having to remake the decision every day of am I gonna go for my walk am I gonna do this am I gonna do that like just if you say you're gonna do something do it so that you can build trust with yourself and you can trust that when you make these little and big decisions you're doing it like with your best interests and that things do work out for you fatigued about deciding between career priorities and experiencing life this summer experience life oh experience life. oh I want to do a whole episode on this before summer happens this year because I want to set my intentions with it but at 20 years old I'm very like sad to say that I think I've been too career focused like the last couple summers and have really not enjoyed myself in the summer as much as I should for somebody who has a summer break because that's not going to be your whole life and I think that, like, especially working for myself and working independently the last two summers, I've tied myself a lot to my work because the summer has been, like, the time that I haven't had school and I haven't had anything else. And to me, I've been like, this is when I can give my all and focus 100% on what I'm trying to build. And that's been so great in a way. I wish that I found ways to taper it back or wasn't, like, so all into it because I feel like there are so many experiences and summer things that I've kind of missed out on the last two summers that I'm like I'm not gonna have many of those left in my mm-hmm. life so I'm kind of upset about it and I, know I, I want to do things differently this year you have your entire life to work mm-hmm. you have your entire life to give up your summer break and I'm assuming if you're asking this question you're a student mm-hmm. you have your entire life to work you have, like to be honest if you're doing an internship like you're not gonna get paid much you're not gonna get paid much more than like a temporary summer seasonal job you may get experience, but, like, I'm sorry, what are you not, learning? It's not what do you don't do the internship, don't do that. Like, definitely, like, you make every like, decision as it comes. However, also think about the grand scheme of, like, you're not going to get much of that summer back and you're going to spend a mm-hmm. whole lot of your life working. Say you're 20 years old, like, you have 50 years, 50 more summers that you're going to spend in an office or in a job. Mm-hmm. That's the gross-ass truth yeah. of it. If you have the option to live it up this summer, get a seasonal job, I, you're, you're going to make literally the same amount. Or some sort of flexible or job. Or flexible job. Like you guys in, live a, your in life. an office every day all summer and then going right back to school or work like you would otherwise. Like you should be ass out on a beach. You and be that's the truth of it. Like, like we love you way too much to be in an office. You guys should all be ass out on a beach this summer. But obviously you want to make money. So if it's not a huge like... Because I'm saying seasonal job. Because obviously everyone, we're not. I'm not just gonna sit here and be like, don't work at all. Like that's stupid. You have to work. That's not realistic. That's not realistic. If you don't have to work, that's awesome for you. But like, people have to work. Yeah. Prioritize your life. Like life experience over everything. Mm -hmm. And we'll end it there. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys got some good information learned a little bit about decision fatigue and start thinking about it now i feel like you guys are all going to be like i am hyper focused on when you make little decisions you're gonna be like holy shit that was a decision like that just took up i know 10 energy points 10 energy points but then it's just something to think about and like then you're not going to do it quite as much because you're going to notice when you're making it helps you be more decisive it helps make more be more decisive Mm -hmm. because now when i think of a decision i'm obviously going to be like if someone presents me with four restaurant options, I'm going to 
I'm gonna think it over. I'm gonna be indecisive. Like I could still say I really don't mind. Like if you have a want, like let's go wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, oh, it's really not that deep. Italian. Mm-hmm. And we will see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.